we get to have a conscious dance and shift what yep. <laughs> a conscious boxing match looks like. <laughs> I love it. As soon as we like insert the word conscious, to me, there's flowers. There's like <laughs> flowers all over the rain. <laughs> so when somebody picks up like big glitter bubbles, yep. <laughs> glitter bombs instead of punches. <laughs> Just breathe. You will find your way to the heart. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Dance to Remembrance podcast. I'm your co-host, Ashley, a spiritual entrepreneur. Using my energetic gifts, I help my clients transform and harmonize their lives. And I am Stephanie, and my superpowers are love and acceptance. Using my intuitive gifts, I guide and hold space for you as you gain clarity in your life. Together, we are the co-founders of an online global community, Dance to Remembrance, or as we like to call it, DTR. This podcast is everything and anything relating to the self-discovery journey. We will be sharing the messy middle, the unlayering process of healing, and what it takes to step into full alignment with the truth of who you are. Now let's dive in. Welcome, 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 everyone. We are, I feel like we say this every time, but so excited to bring yep. <laughs> to you guys today. Steph and I have been having a back and forth conversation about this about all week. So we cannot wait to share the concept of shadow boxing. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys, shadow boxing is something that's rather new to me. Um, Stephanie is actually the one that brought it into my awareness and taught me about it. So I'm kind of let you lead the way and share with our listeners what it means to shadow box. Mm, thank you for this opportunity. When you brought up that you wanted to have this episode, I was like, yes, yes, yes. And <laughs> we even hopped on and felt the the energy and the excitement before we even grounded. So I'm excited to be able to share this with you all. So shadow boxing came to me. So in the gene key contemplation, in the Venus sequence, you have um, your emotional quotient. And I'm going to just leave it at that. There's more to it, but the emotional quotient. And that's how you respond to your triggers. Emotionally, when you are triggered by an event, a person, place, thing, whatever, you have this emotional response and we all do it. We all like, you can even just think of yourself of what are your patterns of when you get pissed off, how do you respond? And the shadow boxing came to me when I actually sat with, how do I hold space and sit when somebody else is shadowed or when somebody else is triggered and they're bringing that trigger towards me or in my space. And I could be at the, and it's all just frequency. So shadow boxing to me is just frequency. So I can be at that lower frequency of meeting their trigger where they're at and I can fight back, box back, or I can shift my awareness and allowing that space to like them to be in their triggered moment and shifting into my awareness of how do I come back at a higher frequency and how do I not punch back? Because when we're in that triggered space and we're projecting what's going on inside of us and the other person receive it is receiving it and they're punching back. Oh, it's just this, the shadow box, right? You're mm-hmm. just battling back and forth. When I like realize, and it's, it goes both ways. And Again, this, I always have to put the caveat, this is an energetic exchange. If there is physical or something else happening, you're obviously not going to just stay there, but this is an energetic shadow boxing. It's this person came at me with their trigger. 
what am I choosing to do and how am I choosing to respond? I have my fists up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like literally guys picture like in your mind of visualization, you're like hopping into the middle of the ring and you're like on your toes, dancing back and forth, you know, ready yes. to throw an energetic punch back. <laughs> yes. So are you, do you have your gloves up and you're ready to go or are you more in a space of grounded and um, bubbled up, you know, your protection yeah. bubble and it's a practice. So mm-hmm. we're going to get into more of that, but that is um, the overview of shadow boxing from my perspective. Yes. I love it. And truly when you brought it into my awareness, it has helped shift so much for me realizing that, Oh, wow. This other person is in a triggered state. I I have choice here. Do I want to match them with that trigger and go right back in it and you know be defensive and show reasons why I'm right and play that dance with them and box with them? Or do I want to choose love and just hold space for them and just th- allow them to navigate their own way through the triggering moment and not be in the ring dancing with them, but just arms open, holding space for them while they navigate through it. It really, and this week specifically, I had a moment and I was like, wow, look, I decided not to shadow box. I chose to stand and just be open. And going to be honest, was super uncomfortable for me. I had a lot of my own triggering moments coming up in fears and doubts, but I chose to hold that space of love and didn't interact. I didn't engage. I just held space. You didn't hop in the ring. Nope. Nope. (laughs) I was just there observing as they were like dancing around the ring with themselves, you know, letting them have their own, their own moment with their own shadow. Like we don't have to join in their shadow dances. We can allow them to have that. And it allows us to have the space to uh, um, expand within our own shadow frequency and our own triggers. And the beautiful part of the experience this week is because I stood in that space of love and didn't engage afterwards when they had had their own boxing with their own shadows and finished, then we got to have this heart to heart conversation, this conscious conversation about what was actually going on, what was on the underneath level, not just the trigger moment that caused the disruption and the disharmony, but what was happening behind the scenes. And tell you what, we got a lot farther with that conscious conversation than we would have if I would have engaged in that shadow boxing. That's a beautiful way to like, just bring it all in and of an exact like an example that happened. And when we were talking yesterday, you brought the, the idea that it, if I hop in the ring with them, I'm actually giving, doing a disservice to them mm-hmm. because we, in our previous episodes, we were talking about, you know, you're being in your emotional moment, the trigger state and that shit stinks, right? Mm-hmm. It stinks. And so when you're hopping in that match with them, you're not allowing them to sit in that and for them to be able to process it themselves and how mm-hmm. they want to process it because we are going to process it differently. So you're doing a disservice if you jump in the match with them because they're not able to sit in that mm-hmm. triggered state if they choose to. And how do they diffuse the situation for themselves? Mm-hmm. I know for me speaking personally, when I've gotten in the match before, nothing good comes out of that moment. Mm-hmm there's always lessons. And so it's taught me to not get in the match as often <laughs> as possible, but really nothing good can come out because you're both, you're both in that triggered d- defensive state. And mm-hmm. it's just that back and forth that's going. And 
we've, you know, we've used the bananas thing, you know, <laughs> we're just like call bananas, but you can really not even get in the, the match with them and allow them to sit in it. And then, like you said, have that mm-hmm. conscious conversation and actually come to a resolution that is beneficial to all the parties involved versus a, almost like I'm seeing when you're in there and you're doing the punching, like you're, you're not able to diffuse anything at that moment because there's too much energy exchanging and going back and forth between the two of you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's no harmony. There's no rhythm. It's just chaos yeah. in that moment. And as you're talking, I'm thinking, so yes, ways that we can shadow box with another person is be on the defensive and trying to get them to see our point of view, not um, allowing them to voice like speaking over them and not hearing them as well as trying to save them. Okay. And this is the one I think I struggle with the most is when I see someone in a triggered state and I can feel that I want to jump in instantly and I'm here for you. I can save you. Let me help you. Let me guide you without them actually needing or wanting my help. And when we insert ourselves in sometimes, even though we may have pure intentions of wanting to support them it's not our, it's not our fight. It's not our lesson. It's for them to experience in their own ways. And when we jump to the conclusion of, I can help you, I can save you. And we get into that space. We take away from the beauty and the magic in the moment that's meant for them. Yeah. And that's a very good point to bring up. Even if you have good intentions, Mm -hmm. you're still inserting yourself into their experience and they don't need you to save them. Mm-mm. if we're triggered, it's because there's something inside of us that needs to be seen. We talked about it the last time, like the shadow work, that's, that's shadow work that we're talking, like something in there needs to be seen. So when you insert yourself, even if you're in there, like, let me try and talk you down or mm-hmm. let me try and let, Oh, this is a good one. Let me see it from my perspective. I, I want to give you my perspective. And I get so adamant about seeing it the way I'm seeing it. Mm-hmm. They don't want to see it from that perspective in that moment. That is where the conscious conversation comes out afterwards. That it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. this is, I saw you, I witnessed you, whatever words you use. And it's always not that like kumbaya moment, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, when you have that conversation, it's like, this is what I was feeling. Awesome. This is what I was feeling. And how do we come together and, and, you know, come to, okay, what is the next steps forward, which you modeled so perfectly this week? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's definitely, there's just multiple different ways to shadow box. And so I definitely wanted to include that. And if someone else is triggered, just hold space for them. And I know like such a simple statement, but it's such a difficult thing to do to like witness someone and be like, okay, they can, they can have their reaction. They can have their space. They can be with that. They can sit in their shadow and they can sit in what they're going through and I'll be here when they're done. Yeah. I was listening to Richard Rudd tell a story. Um, Richard Rudd is the Gene Key founder. And he was telling a story of, he was going down a, a road and it was really tight. And there was this woman that like how the cars were setting up, he got in her way and she was livid. She was upset. She's yelling at him. And he got out of his car and he said, I'm sorry, my lady. And he's like, I don't speak like that, but that's what came through me in that moment. And he's like, I wasn't, I didn't do anything. I wasn't sorry for what I did. I was sorry that she was in that triggered state. And because I came at her with that response, this is him telling the story, he came with her at that response. 
it diffused the situation. And she was like, oh, okay. And because we was talking about like this word grace, and I love this word grace, like when you're able to hold the space for them and not have that response, it allows them to, huh, wait, what's going on really? Like, and sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just that moment of, oh, I got pissed off. And there's nothing that needs to come out of it except for that. But so, but it just was so funny that I was listening to that story this week and it just brings it back full circle that, you know, and I've been seeing posts, like you never know what people are going through, right. Mm-hmm. And they come at that trigger. State, it's because there's something going on inside of them that is projecting outward. And I'm sorry, my lady, like just, so I, that rolls into my question. I wanted to ask you, how do you hold space? Like now that you have understood this term of shadow boxing, what has been some shifts for you of holding that space? And what does that physically look like? Well, I'll just use, you know, this last experience as an example. I, it was around setting boundaries. And if you've ever set boundaries or you start setting boundaries, <laughs> it can just ripple effect some different experiences all the way around. I set a boundary. I respected my own boundary. The response I received was a triggered response. And instead of engaging and explaining why I was setting my boundary and all of that, I simply said, I understand that you're upset. I hold space for you. Mm. Period. That was it. And literally the conversation didn't continue the rest of the evening. Um, Energetically for me, because I like to work a lot with the energies, I imagined opening up my heart space. I shared love and compassion for the situation and what was going on. And honestly, I I also had a pep talk with myself because receiving that triggered response after I set a boundary, which we can do a whole episode on setting boundaries, it can feel very uncomfortable to say yes to yourself and say no to others. Mm. And I had a little pep talk with myself. Like when someone's in a triggered state, we know this isn't about us. You, you know, you're honoring yourself. You're okay. And just reassuring myself that I was safe while sharing love for this other person. And then the next morning we got to have the conscious conversation. Like it didn't even take that long, but allowing it to be without interfering. And it's so yeah. I think it's important, like how you handled it, that you're not dismissing their feelings. And I've done that before, guilty of it, of just saying, I see that you're pissed off. We will talk about this later. Like with mm-hmm. that tone, like you didn't dismiss it. You just said, I'm holding space and that's that period. And I think that is a super important point for holding the space and not the engagement because I'm guilty of the snide under my breath comments. And so <laughs> like, okay, I'm not engaging, but I'm going to do this little... You're not alone with that. And that's like, you're still engaging with the shadow box at that point. You're like, it's like, you fill the pool to like raise above it, but then you're like, but (laughs) I'm in this too. (laughs) So that's, I'm glad this came out because it is a practice, right? It is a, it is a practice of understanding because when somebody else comes and this is going back to the gene keys, when they come at you with a triggered state, you will naturally emotionally respond and you'll have your patterns of that emotional response. And, and so you, there is something inside of you that probably will, or most likely got triggered by that, them coming mm-hmm. at you, you, you know, even felt that yourself. And so it's, it's okay. And especially this day and age, a lot of stuff's done through text. Oh yeah. <laughs> so just wait, you don't have to respond right away. If you get something from somebody, you don't have to respond right away. Give yourself time, pause, breathe, 
you know, imagine how I love the the tool of imagining the best outcome, you know, imagining how I want the situation to turn out, sending them that love and, and then engaging from that calm heart centered space mm-hmm. when it feels right to me. Yep. 100%. And you you really do feel it guys. Like it's your, you feel it in your physical body. You feel it with like your nervous system. You know, when you're shadow boxing, your heart will be racing. You'll feel the tightness, the nervousness, the anxious energy versus when you're having that conscious conversation, it's so much more relaxed and you can just feel the openness in what you're sharing. Like, and I'm, I'm pulling at my heart. I know you, I realize you can't see me, but the openness in your heart while you're having that heart to heart talk instead of shadow to shadow talk, it's a much different experience. And you, you feel, and you deserve to feel that you deserve to have those conversations that allow that space and love and truly only you can gift yourself that. And that's by taking that step back by pausing and by choosing love. Well said. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. But I really am excited to have this, this message out there. Me too. Me too. And if the visualization helps, which it does help me, I'm so much of a visualizer, visualize the ring, decide, Mm -hmm. am I stepping in or am I standing here and allowing them to have the ring to themselves? Yep. And a, a little shout out on the 15th around Valentine's day. So February 15th, if you're listening to this live in the DTR soul community, I'm going to be doing a class on relationships, the conscious relationships part and bringing in the gene keys and talking more about that emotional response to the mental triggers and how um, you can really have a conscious boxing ring. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I have an only one person in the center of it. Um, so if this speaks to you, we'd love to have you come join us in that, that space as well. Um, yes, absolutely. I'm looking forward to that class that you're leading. It's going to be already what you've taught me of the shadow boxing and the EQ and IQ. And I know that might not make a bunch of sense to our listeners now, but come join and stuff will teach you and it will change your life. And you'll be so excited that you did because it has shifted how I interact with myself, how I interact with my children and my husband and others in general. And yeah, it's a dance. It's a dance, you know, the dance to remembrance. It's that dance of, you know, when we first set up our community space. It was dancing with your shadows, embracing Mm -hmm. all the parts of you, all the pieces of you. And this is one of those big dances. You know, the perfect analogy of the boxing rings, you look at them, they do dance, right? Before somebody Mm -hmm. makes the first blow, like there is a dance that's going on. We get to have a conscious dance and shift what (laughs) a conscious boxing match looks like. (laughs) I love it. As soon as we like insert the word conscious, to me, there's flowers. There's like <laughs> flowers all over the ring. <laughs> then when somebody picks up, like big glitter bubbles, yep. <laughs> glitter bombs instead of punches. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, goodness. I am so grateful for this conversation and to get get to bring this to all of our listeners. And truly, we want to hear from you guys. We'd love to see you in the Dance Remembrance space, the DTR community, but also just comment, you know, in the reviews or find us on Instagram. Like we want to hear from you. We want to connect with you. Let us know if you found yourself in a shadow box match lately or recently. And yeah, just want to hear from you. Absolutely. Yeah.
All right. Well, we love you and we appreciate you listening in and we will chat with you guys next time. Bye. Thank you again for listening in. We hope that this episode supports you well. As always, what we share is a take it or leave it kind of thing. Please use your discernment and what feels good and supports you. If you would like additional support along your journey, head on over to www.dancetoremembrance.com. You'll find more information on our intimate soul community for women, as well as other free resources to support you. And don't worry, we'll include an easy to find link in the show notes. Oh, and one last thing. If you are enjoying our content, please make sure to subscribe and give a quick review. This helps us get our message out to more beautiful souls just like you. We are forever grateful for your love and support. Now get out there and dance with life.